So it's a pleasure being here once again on a Monday. And um, I would like to say thank you for those that listen and support this segment. So today we'll continue where we had stopped off last week. I spoke about the sixth Christ-related foundation of civilization. And uh, all scriptures for that segment was taken from the King James Version Bible. And that segment spoke about the retention of the law to control and discipline the unregenerate and planet it. So today, I'll be speaking about the seventh Christ-related foundation of civilization. And it deals with the re-establishment of the truthfulness and trustworthiness of God's will as cataloged in the gospel. So, as I always do, all scriptures will be taken from the King James Version Bible. And... For all those who listen to the segment, you can use your Bible to follow along or you can always make notes of the scriptures that was given. And then on your own time, you actually do the research. So brethren, I'll start. So we must never forget that Satan's hatred for God and his word is highlighted by the fact that his first temptation of our first parents was designed to find out whether they understood what God's instructions to them were. Moreover, having gleaned from Eve's answer that she did not understand what God's instructions were, for God never said they should not eat from every tree in the garden, as Satan suggestively asked. Eve then confirmed to Satan, that she was totally deceived for her answer to satan had the following errors namely the first error god did not say they should not eat of the tree in the midst of the garden for the tree of life was also in the midst of the garden so for confirmation read genesis chapter 2 verse 9 if you're in doubt with my statements and the second point which had error, was neither were they instructed not to touch it. For how could they have eaten from the tree of life that was in the midst of the garden if they could not touch it? So being convinced that Eve did not understand that there were two trees in the midst of the garden, one bearing a life-giving fruit, while the other yielded fruits of the knowledge of good and evil, which would have caused the spiritual and physical death if eaten, Satan brazenly accused God of being a liar and convinced Eve that God was restraining her from eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, since doing so would have made her like God himself, knowing good and evil. And Adam said nothing. So from the episode, brethren, it can be readily understood that if Satan can, through deceptive questioning and reasoning, confuse then an individual that God and or his words are not true. Therefore, they cannot be trusted. That individual is totally deceived and is headed for Gehenna to suffer with Satan forever and ever now having been successful in the garden of eden 
Satan continues on his deceptive rampage throughout the history of the world up until this very day knowing full well that those who yield to his deceptions make him their god with a lower g while those who believe trust and obey god secure his salvation protection and blessings so with the explanation in mind that i mentioned prior it is easy to understand why the world is in the chaotic state that it is in today mankind generally speaking is falling for satan's deception instead of believing the truth of god's word and so enter into his ark of safety which was provided by the sacrifice of his son proof that mankind prefers to eat from the death giving tree of the knowledge of good and evil rather than from the tree of life is surely exemplified by the fact that although god had made provision for the salvation of the people in noah's day those wicked people choose instead to challenge the credibility of the most high and perished for not believing in him and only noah and his household who believe god will see it so neither did the inhabitants of sodom gomorrah adma and zeboim believe that god was going to destroy their cities with fire and brimstone because of their wicked lifestyle homosexuality being their major pastime now it is instructive to remember that even when lot warned his sons-in-law that god's judgment was impending they all mocked him and perished the next day just because they failed to believe god's word of warning recorded in genesis chapter 19 verse 14. so with regard to the re-establishment of the truthfulness and trustworthiness of the word of god the apostle james jesus half brother according to the flesh gave us the following and i'll be reading from james chapter 1 verses 18 and verse 21 and it says of his own will begat he us with the word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures wherefore lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your soul so that's james chapter 1 verses 18 and verse 21. so from the verses that i just read brethren not only are we informed that we were begotten of god by his word of truth in addition we are further informed that as we receive the engrafted word with meekness it is able to save our souls so concerning the fact that obedience to God's word purifies the soul is a fact that St. Peter's epistle confirms the following accordingly, which refers in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 22, and it states, Seeing ye have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfaithed love of the brethren, see that ye love one another with a pure heart, fervency. So that's first peter chapter 1 verse 22. moreover brethren 
concerning the fact that God's word is truthful and trustworthy, the Apostle Peter gave us the following doctrinal confirmation. And that's 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 24 to 25. It states, For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of grass. The grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away. But the word of the Lord abideth forever, and this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. So from the so from the catalog the declaration of the apostle James before and the apostle Peter afterwards, the truthfulness and trustworthiness of God's will are established for all times in the gospel of the kingdom, which according to Jesus' teaching in John chapter 16, verses 12 to 13, extends from the Gospels to the epistles up to the book of Revelation. So moreover, brethren, in confirmation of the fact that Christ relayed the seventh foundational pillar of civilization, even the truthfulness and trustworthiness of the word of God in the Gospel, the Apostle Paul, the God-ordained Apostle too, and teacher of the Gentiles, gave us the following unique confirmation. So I'll be reading from 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13, which states, For this cause also thank we God without ceasing, because when he received the word of God which he heard of us, he received it not as the word of men, but as it is in truth, the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. So that's First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. Again, brethren, concerning the truthfulness and trustworthiness of the word of God, the apostle John, who wrote the second largest portion of the New Testament, gave the following warning to those who think they can add to or subtract from the revelation which God gave to him. And the following warning follows. That's Revelation chapter 22 verses 18 to 19 and it states, For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book, which is doubtless the book of Revelation, which is surely the word of God. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. So that's Revelation chapter 22 verses 18 to 19. So, as we read, the truthfulness and trustworthiness of the word of God are surely re-established in the gospel of the kingdom, in the gospels, in the epistles, and in the book of Revelation by apostles James, Peter, Paul, and John. So finally, and most importantly, Jesus Christ himself has given us this gem that confirms the truthfulness and trustworthiness of the word of God. And the following surely confirms my stated doctrinal position on this topic under review.
So I'll be reading from John chapter 12, verses 47 to 50, which states, If any man hear my words and believe not, I judge him not, for I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. He that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words had one that judgeth him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. For I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me, he gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. And I know that his commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. So that's John chapter 12, verses 47 to 50. So there it is, brethren. By the pen of the foremost outstanding apostles and by the mouth of Jesus Christ himself, the truthfulness and trustworthiness of the word of God has been relayed as the seventh foundational pillar of civilization in the gospel of the kingdom of God. Now, those who, amen, A-M-E-N, God's position on the catalogs relayed, seventh foundational pillar of civilization, which reestablishes the truthfulness and trustworthiness of the word of God in the gospel of the kingdom, shall be rewarded. While those who challenge, despise, and reject God's point of view on any issue must also prepare themselves for the just judgment of God as cataloged in Psalm chapter 11, verse 6, which says, Upon the wicked he shall rain snares, fire, and brimstone, and an horrible tempest. This shall be the portion of their cup. So that's Psalm chapter 11, verse 6. Now, as I come to an end, now one might ask, why would God judge this world according to the tenor of Psalm chapter 11, verses 3 to 6? And the answer follows, God shall judge this unbelieving world because instead of building their lives on obedience to the doctrines of Jesus Christ, they have rebelliously chosen to build their lives upon the quicksand foundations of humanistic beliefs and philosophies of depraved men who are controlled by Satan, the enemy of God and the man. So brethren, you have a choice to make for if you are christ's sheep you will know and obey his voice and live and reign with him forever on the other hand if you listen to satan's deceptions and disobey your creator do know that you will suffer in the fires of gehenna forever and ever. So that's the end of my segment today. I will be live next week, Monday again. And I would like to say, have a safe and productive week. Remember that Jesus Christ will be returning. So prepare yourselves for his return. Please spend time in the word. Trust in the word. And continue holding strong and having faith in our Savior, 
Jesus Christ. So all the best. Jesus Christ loves you. I love you. Bless.